Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Run. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being here. Hey, we are scanned on folks. We're scanned on folks. I just see AVQ inside the field, but on Facebook, I see quite a few on Twitch, as Twitch, I think, and you, Twitter. But anyhow, uh, so sorry. I remember uh, I remember the date, uh, brother AVQ, with, when your father died, when I, you know, reached out to you as well. Um I, I feel for you. I know how you feel. I felt the same about 12 years ago. So I am there with you. And actually, it was just around this time with my dad as well. And like I think I told you, if I remember correctly, I told you then. Alistair Waters is here. She calls herself Alistair Eve now. Drive in. Thank you for being here, my friend. Uh, folks, if you are here, go ahead and Drop me a line so that I can salute you. I like to make sure and keep all our people, all our PDR posse and visitors alike. I like to give you a shout out, tell you thank you for being out here with us. Now, what we understand that sometimes Facebook fails to send out the notifications on Facebook and on YouTube. Please remember if you are on, I'm going to give this remembrance uh, later on as well. Please remember to set that bell so that it when we are going live, it comes on and it says, hey, Politics and Right is going live. Well, you can do it both on Facebook as well as on uh, as on Twitter. Hey, Paul Fleming says, hit that like button. Please do. Please hit the like button on Facebook. Please hit the thumbs up button on YouTube. That helps us with our numbers. It helps us make sure that we get the throughput. Right now, we get throttles quite often. So thank you so kindly, guys. Again, welcome aboard Alistair Waters. Welcome aboard Paul Fleming from New York. Welcome aboard Tom C. Checking in from mid-Michigan. Welcome aboard AVQ. Love you guys. Hey, folks, let's all salute AVQ. Uh, he's going through that that feeling that we all go through after losing a parent or parents. Uh, let's let, let's uh, salute brother um, AVQ here. We, we need to make sure and keep our brother in our thoughts. Um... Let's see what else we got here. It looks like I have a little thing here. Okay, let's go ahead and get busy. Um, of course, I have to start with what occurred in Buffalo, New York. Got to start with what occurred in Buffalo, New York. Um, you know, we hear about it all the time, and we hear about the massacres happening. A friend of mine sent me the actual video on whatsapp and i can tell you one thing it was the most striking video uh you know we're accustomed to watching tv and seeing people gunned down but we all know it's an act when we're seeing it at first i've got to tell you watching this guy jump out of the car he's taping himself killing people Watching him jump out of his car, and immediately a woman is walking into the store. And he opens up on her, and she just, like a solid rock, falls to the ground because she's hit, wounded, fatally. And he passes her, kills a few more, goes into the store, shoots somebody. And then you, he shoots somebody looks at the person, see that they were still moving, and gives her a headshot. The evil that can go through somebody's psyche 
to be able to do that. What, and again, this is an 18-year-old kid. And I want you guys to think of something here, right? When somebody is able to do that to another human being, it means that somehow within their psyche, a hate, a very distinct type of hate was developed into that person. This is an 18-year-old kid. I don't, I'm not defending this kid at all. But I'm saying the forces out there, the mature forces, the adult forces, the media forces, the forces of hate out there, that's using them, not because those forces that are using them hate the people they make these people hate. They're doing this because that gives them a result. They don't care how that result occurs. It gives them a result. Let me explain. Because it's very important. Very important. This country is polarized party base, supposedly. In reality, it's not really party base. It's neoliberal versus otherwise. Why do I say neoliberal versus otherwise? If it weren't neoliberal versus otherwise, there are a lot of other policies that would have been passed. Again, uh, but, and not only that, but the, 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 the purveyors of hate would not have been as successful as they are because policies would have been passed to take them off the air. Policies would have been passed to be able to get rid of guns, all that kind of stuff. But they're all complicit. It's not only Republicans, but neoliberals are complicit in the, the current angst in America, the current destruction of America. But we can go over that a little bit later. But these people have to manufacture hate against those who they know are not necessarily the voters who will vote for uh, the politicians that they own that will provide them with the policies they need to continue the pilfer of Americans. But they don't look at it as pilfer of Americans. They look at it as to maximize the amount of the country's wealth they can keep, they can attain, they can grab, right? The oil companies, of course, they don't want progressives in office who are going to one, uh, force them to give back what they've stolen from the people in the form of windfall profit taxes. They don't want to. Uh, they don't want a green energy solution in the short term because they don't own the green energy solutions, but they will eventually. So they are not against green energy. Don't let them fool you. They they just want to know that they're going to be able to profit almost as much as they are with petrochemicals with petroleum products when they move to when they necessarily move to green energy because that is something they can't ultimately fight a lot of people don't get it a lot of people think these corporations are against green energy they just want that fossil fuel no 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 they're not against green energy green energy right now just isn't in their portfolio so that they can find a way to maximize monetize it so that they win and they continue to pick your pocket if they could shut down, if they could shut down oil today, knowing that they could have a fairly similar profit margins, 
with green energy and owning the technology so that they won't have the competition that will grind them to the ground. They would do it in an RHBs. Remember, this has nothing to do with humanity. It has nothing to do with nature. It has nothing to do with anything other than the capitalization of whatever to make a profit for the few, ultimately. That's why if you listen to politicians today, what they say is kind of interesting, right? Politicians like to say this, um, whenever they're talking about a technology, they talk jobs, jobs, jobs. They're not talking jobs, jobs, jobs for the average American citizen. They're saying jobs, jobs, jobs for the business guys. I remember being on a panel. We're talking about it. I think it was green energy. I don't remember exactly what we're talking about. And oh, no, 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 no. It was a panel about left and right. And I was trying to give a distinction between left and right. And what I said is, um, why is it, why is it that the first question is asked when something has to be done is how does it affect business? The first question that should always be asked is how does it affect human beings? Does it make their lives better? Does it make their lives more fruitful? Does it make their lives more worth living? That's the first question. But this guy, when we were in that on that panel, the first thing he said is, well, the reason we don't want to do that is how it would affect business. Again, that's what capitalism teaches, right? Everything comes over business. Slavery wasn't, it wasn't that the slave master hated black people. He just had to create a people that others wouldn't see themselves in being abused. There's nothing inherent to hate in anybody based on hue. You know, and you know how you know that? I, I sat down next to racists and we got into talking on a whole lot of subjects and for that instance of that narrative, that conversation, that person forgot who they were talking to. That person forgot all the prejudices they had to have that were manufactured into them. Because at that point, they saw a human being talking issues about another thing that we all shared in common. But it's those externalities that forces these issues. They must because that's the only way they can control the masses. Um, we have Brother Tom C says, Tucker Carlson and others in the right-wing media have blood on his hands, yes, and on their hands, yes, sir. Replacement theory plus unregulated access to guns equal mass murder in Buffalo, equal mass murder throughout the country. Yes, sir, you're absolutely right. Paul Fleming says, as the replacement theory continue to grow on the far right, the more people of color will be targeted. And you know, there's something existential about replacement theory that, that puts the fear of people. That's why we so need our white brothers and sisters who are complicit with all of us. So my white brothers and sisters listening to me, let me tell you something. Replacement theory is powerful, right? It's the animal instinct within every living being to think if somebody is trying to put you out of existence, if somebody is trying to take away your birthright, 
you fight against that somebody, that something, that entity. And this replacement theory thing is well calculated. You know, whether folks like to accept it or not, there are privileges, right? But I want to pause my discussion here a bit. And I'm going to get to all your messages. I want to pause my discussion here because this is important. And I want to play you first to corroborate what Tom C. and Paul Fleming is saying about replacement theory. A woman that I, uh, I completely disagree with her on economics and on social policies, but on humanity and on humaneness, I cannot agree more. Liz Cheney, Liz Cheney, somebody that progressives love to hate. And I don't mean the hate that we're talking about, the killing hate. The hate of her policies because we know she does not stand for what progressives believe in as far as the socialization of the American system in such a manner that people are more important than capital. She still isn't there, but she's humane in, in, in the things that she can see outwardly. And I want to play this piece, and then let's go ahead and take it on the other side. I want to move back to the events here in Buffalo um, while I have you. Um, Representative Liz Cheney um, said House GOP leaders, quote, have enabled white supremacy and anti-Semitism, I should say, excuse me, adding that this history has taught us what begins with words ends in far worse. And I'll tell you, this is echoed in this community, Michael, as I spoke with community members here um, yesterday. I asked them if they have trust in Washington, in lawmakers to get this done. And they said, what happened here on Saturday is not just a result of 400 years of racism. It is a result of the words that are being used in Washington yep. by members specifically, as they told me, of the Republican Party, of the GOP. What do you make of that? Uh, uh, Liz has nailed it, uh, as she has from the very beginning of this. Uh, I agree with her words uh, wholeheartedly. The silence um, since uh, this shooting from Republican leaders, uh, House and Senate has been deafening. It has been disturbing. It has been unfortunate. Um, and yet again, you know, you get these same folks come out and start talking about they want the black vote. All right, so let's talk about the white supremacy that you've stoked to the point that you have someone stalking blacks in grocery stores. What, you, what do you say about that? Um, and, and the thing about this is important, what Liz has done, and, and I spoke about a little bit earlier today on Morning Joe, is you can't not avoid connecting the dots here. You can't just whistle past them and say that there is no line between the rhetoric um, and, the, and the behavior, the silence that people give uh, in the leadership. So uh, Liz is right. Yes, Liz Cheney is absolutely right. We have a party right now that has blood on their hands. We have a party that is actively promoting a false replacement theory. I mean, it's so funny because it, on the surface, it makes no sense. Most of the capital in this country is controlled by white men. Most of the capital owned in this country, north of 80%. So to, so to try to make uh, the average white person believe that there's some sort of replacement theory going on. Nobody wants to replace anybody. 
but it in order for those few that owns more than 80% of the capital in this country, they have to keep white people stupid. I hate to put it that way. But they have to keep as many white people as they can. They have to keep as many white people as they can stupid and racist and all these other things. You know why? Because they need a group of people as their military to go ahead and tell everybody else, you know, you got to fight those guys. And if you are doing all those things, you can't realize that I'm not only ripping off. I, I didn't only enslave black people to work for free, but now I'm enslaving you white people. I'm enslaving you now. But I ha we found an antiseptic way of doing it. You know, we found a way of enslaving you without you even knowing. It's called credit and it caused wage wage stabilization and all these things we use where we continue to make money up the gazoo on your backs too right but we make sure to keep that delineation between the hues so that so that you will be pissed enough to remain the army of the person who is screwing you because you think it is they who are going to screw you by something called replacement theory and all these other things, right? Again, they, I, I've always, I've been saying this for a long time, you know, every time, oh, the browning of America and they're making it look, all these topics. I'm like, first of all, the browning of America is so far away, it ain't funny because I love how they talk about, oh, because Latinos are getting up in power, Latinos are multiplying all of that. The part that they didn't tell you is that most Latinos actually, believe it or not, qualify as white. You know, I am a Latino, but you know what? Who else is a Latino? Uh, Shakira. So, you know, I mean, come on, people. But again, there is power in keeping people dumb. The Powell memo says we must, in, not in these words, but we must keep people dumb. So my white brothers and sisters, you are the army my intelligent white brothers and sisters, my aware white brothers and sisters, it is up to you. And I, on, I, I mean this to the core, right? It is up to you to make all those white people that are somehow enthralled with the conspiracy theories, because you know what? After the plutocracy has screwed them, they're looking for, they can't believe it is their own. It is those who own the trillions who don't look like me, who doesn't look like our friend Lopez, who doesn't look like Paul Fleming, right? It is they. They have to get you to hate Paul, Lopez, myself, and others so that you would think, we are the ones damaging you, taking away a birthright you never ever had because the birthright has always gone to those guys on top. The plutocracy has always been ripping us all off as they keep us fighting against each other. So am I giving a pass to, I don't even remember his name, to the killer in Buffalo? No. But unfortunately, the killer in Buffalo was created 
by our plutocracy, by the by the by the by, by the Carlsons, by Fox News, by all these guys. So I'm going to start reading some of your messages before I go to the other video because you guys are wonderful. But but I yeah let, let's go ahead and do it. Paul Fleming says. It, if he was inspired by conspiracy theory that Jewish people are replacing Americans, then why did he choose black people? Well, the, the actual um, the actual manifesto I haven't read, but I I got the synopsis from CNN. Uh, he hates black people and Jewish people. And uh, again, the thing about it is, in America, most Jews are in fact white. So I mean, there's no delineation there that he can actively see, and that is the power of hue. That's the power of pigmentation. We, and that's how the slave master worked, right? He knew that he needed to have a group of people who could do a certain amount of work and he'd be able to delineate them very well. Indentured servitude kind of is not as efficient as slavery. But then they found a, a, an interesting way that meets something that looked like humaneness called capitalism without slavery, with, with antiseptic slavery, which is what we have now. Most of us are antiseptic slaves in this system. All right. Paul Fleming says, as the replacement theory continue to grow on the right, the more people of color will be targeted as we are seeing right now. Yeah. I have that video and I, I will not post it on YouTube. I don't even know if YouTube would take it anyway. But if you guys, I, I think it's good. It's good for people to see this. You know, we like to hide these things. So anybody who wants the video, a link to the video, if you haven't found it online yourself, I'll put it in a special directory and you just drop me a line. I don't want to put it into somebody who doesn't want it. Info at politicsdoneright.com. Tell me you want a link to the video and I'll send you a link to the video. Paul Fleming, if he was inspired by a conspiracy theory that Jewish, oh, I answered that already. Uh, Eric says, Egberto, how do you make green energy cost effective and companies are going green by social and regulatory at the minimum? Uh, there, there's no question that when green energy ultimately is released, it will be cheaper as the raw material is wind, sun, gravity, and others. So, I mean, the math, is, the math there is absolute, Eric. All the things that are being placed in the right-wing media is to slow it down. But green energy, by far, is more efficient, than, more efficient, more plentiful than a fossil fuel that you will eventually run out of. And if you were not to run out of it and put that all back, remember, fossil fuel is old carbon extracted from the air over decades, I mean, over millions of years. And for us to throw that back into the air will give us what a primordial earth looked like. So we can't burn all the fossil fuels in the ground, period. And this is science. And, you know, again, when I said the dumbification of America, I mean that. Not, not telling Americans the truth about the fossil fuels are carbon extracted from the air and stored in the ground, which created the new kind of life forms that we have now. We can go ahead and burn everything to oblivion and we'll get the other kinds of life form that would able to survive in that environment. It just won't be us. Tom C says Tucker Carlson and I read that already. Um, Peggy Lopez says, hi all. Corporations bought up all the infrastructure for public transportation so they could increase the profit with the advent of the automobile. We had to pay for the car to move about. It is funny, right? Uh, it, it is funny how capitalists always want us to deny math. Like again, why they need us dumb? Because a private public, a private transportation 
it's impossible for it to be less expensive than if the pub, if the corporate, if the, the if the businesses did it on their own. Let me give some exceptions, right? Let's give some exceptions. All right. Let's say there were a ton of private companies that had that came up and gave private transportation all over the the city, all that kind of stuff, and they were doing it on their own for decades. And then they said, let's say a city now wanted to do the same thing. And they can say, ah, we can leverage what we're doing to add it to the city. Because the city would not have had to invest in several infrastructures, that could, in the short term, be more efficient. But ultimately speaking, you cannot have profit in a delivery system that is less expensive in the aggregate than a system where there is no profit involved. It's impossible. Am I against profit? No, I'm not. I'm just saying in essential services, there should be none. Okay. Uh, let's see what else we have here from you. Uh, AVQ says, great replacement theory never mentions corporate profiteering by automation or outsourcing. If you're worried of your job is going to be taken away, it's not the immigration or refugee you should worry about. That is one of the smartest comments that I'm hearing, AVQ, because that's true. The, the people that are replacing those who are concerned about being replaced right now are not people of color. It's automation and, and offshoring. Again, automation and offshoring. But you know what? Automation and offshoring don't have to be bad. Now, the offshoring is bad because in a pandemic, you see what happens. You get supply chain issues that are created by greedy corporations, right? But, but here's a kicker. This is important for us to understand. If, however, if, however, you have automation, automation was created by the, the collective intelligence of all of human beings, right? In other words, universities all over the world developed all these techniques and procedures that allow us for robotics, that allows us for the semiconductor, and all these other issues were created collectively by humanity. Capitalism gives the profit to the person who last purchased those technological advances. And then those who profit from that that efficiency from that increase in productivity aren't the workers it's the capitalists the executives with their bonuses and the owners the shareholders of the corporations what's wrong with that what it means is that we are when i talk about antiseptic slavery that's what i'm talking about we create we innovate but the passive shareholder the executives that couldn't read a, a, a mathematical formula or couldn't read a, a, a chemical formula or couldn't read a kinematic formula, they're going to profit from our innovation. Okay? We're not talking small businesses who, that's a different story. I'm talking corporations here. That's who profits, right? That is the incarnation of antiseptic slavery. And that is what we have to start teaching people, right, so that they understand. So what should have happened with efficiency? It shouldn't have been that, okay, the Chrysler plant, 
doesn't need 100,000 workers anymore. It only needs 50,000 workers. All right, true. So if we are collectively responsible for all this innovation that created this efficiency to allow less people to build more cars, should we, the collective, take advantage of it? Should we say, let's reduce the work week to 25 hours a week instead of 40 hours a week, and all 100,000 people still have a job so that they're not just home doing nothing, and then they have more quality time with their families, right? We always talk about family values, but you don't see neoliberals or Republicans talking about, hey, efficiency means more more fam more hours for family we don't see that efficiency means more capital for the capitalists more money more shareholder value more of all of that for who the owners of the capital the shareholders there's something that is pathologically wrong there and we have a tendency to buy the kool-aid and not see it we innovate we create they take advantage and some of us are jobless and then we bring in and then to justify this we have all these calculations you create the power manifesto you create all these think tanks that are going to come up with all these ideas to mess your mind up specifically you have to mess up the mind of the most the largest population right because that's the one you got to control next so you mess up the mind of white people all over and that is what we're living through. That is what we're living through. And for those of you that are listening to me, and specifically my white brothers and sisters listening to me, it is so important that you be the mouthpiece of this message. Because you can go into spaces I cannot. You can go into spaces that Miss Lopez cannot. Peggy can't go in. You can go into spaces that Paul and Norman can't get into. You can do it. You're enlightened, you're smart, you're intelligent. You, you know that the capitalists can't throw that into, onto you because you know they're screwing us all. So important, it is so important. You are the, you are the ultimate complicit right now. I don't call you my ally, I call you my complicit. An ally don't do shit. A complicit is what I need. It's what we need. We need to be complicit in getting this done. ABQ says, Eric Hayes, green energy is what for what cheaper than fossil fuels? It's only a matter of redirecting government subsidies towards renewables. Absolutely so. Uh, Peggy Lopez says, May 16, 1965, the ozone hole was discovered. After, at this time, profit drives the continuing destruction of our planet, our only planet. Yeah. Remember when they took out uh, the stuff in uh, Freon, right? Freon was one of the culprits. I think the hole is not as big as it used to be because we got rid of Freon, uh, manufacturing more Freon. Whatever Freon we have is all that's going to be there. AVQ says, Eric Hayes, right now, fossil fuels are receiving between 5 to $6 trillion per year in subsidies. There are a lot of different ways to compute that, and I, I want to be frank about that, okay? Because it's not the government giving that kind of subsidies. It's the lack of those subsidies come in many forms when you burn a gallon of gas you're putting certain certain diseases into the air people that have emphysema people that have all these other diseases profit is made from a 
material that's burnt that make others ill and in in that price of gasoline in that profit that the capitalists get there isn't payment to do to solve the problem of all the diseases caused by the product the burning of the product these people created there's a whole lot of ways of expressing how that five six trillion dollars we're talking about Some people say wait a minute that is half the budget no, no it's that's half the account that, that's what it's all about it's about the amount of damage first of all a gallon of gas doesn't really cost even if it's at six dollars doesn't really cost that it's a lot more if you talk about the damage that it does but it's a lot less if you just talk about the raw value and the amount it costs to actually make the product okay Event Avery Howard, uh, Herod, welcome aboard, my sister. Welcome aboard. Paul Fleming says, no, it's because my wife is making a care transition. I still plan to have an EV by the end of the year, then solar home next reserve water. If you plan it, can be done. I, I want to go. Uh, I can't afford it right now, but eventually I want to go all, all electric as well. And every, everybody should want to do that. Everybody should want to be self-sustaining, etc. That's what it's all about. All right, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? Buffalo shooting adds pressure on Joe Biden to push for gun measures that won't get anywhere. But yes, he should push and they should act. You know, I, I wrote a blog today. Uh, I think I have it at Medium and I want to, I, I want to, I want to, well, I'll, I'll get to there when we talk about Democrats. I'm not going to do that yet. I didn't find about this shooting until just now. Really? Wow. You are, you are, no, well, you're going through your thing. I, I understand. Mass shooting, four or more shots in a single incident. There are 10 people that were murdered, sir. Norman Reynolds says, AVQ, there is no pressure on the executive. The gun issue is an issue managed by the Senate. So Joe Manchin plus all Republicans will keep it. Well, actually, it's deeper. They need 60 votes. Not even Joe Manchin can stop it. They need 60 votes. Uh, Paul Fleming says, only because the world has gotten crazier over the five years that I have, been I have a carry permit, and have weapon on me. I refuse to let someone happen to me and my family and not be prepared to defend myself. And funny, in Texas, you don't even need that. Just go buy one. Uh, AVQ, Egberto, I ever really if ever mentioned the shooters by name. Yeah, I didn't mention this one. Uh, Daniel Adosa, why percentage of conservatives do you think qualify as radicals? I actually, uh, well, put it this way. Uh, today, in my coffee party meeting, not meeting, but a note, I got a note that says, how do we handle the hate? And I said, tell the truth, because right now, too many are scared to tell the truth, not only to the oppressor, but to the ones who coddle the oppressors. Let me give a qualification. Donald Trump got 70 something million votes. Of course, uh, uh, Biden got a lot more, you know, quite a bit more several million more but i have to ask you know i know a lot of people who voted for donald trump and my thing about it is i can't believe they did that are these people do they like donald trump do they like what he stands for do they like that he's a white supremacist does they like that the policies of the republican party no they don't but they are culture towards it that's why you have a lot of republicans leaving now and saying the only democratic thing to do the only way to save our nation in 2022 is to vote democratic we have a lot of republicans out there saying that there's a reason why including there's a reason why um so Ledo, there's a large percentage that are coddling the few that are 
evil radical killers or evil radical sociopaths or evil radicals we don't care about people okay that's my answer uh peggy lopez antiseptic slavery aka wage slaves yep but i rather antiseptic slavery because i think it's more jarring carl cox says trump supporters remind me of brown shirts in nazi germany and red guards of china under mao Zedong. Eric Hayes says, money runs the green decision being cost-effective. Lee Grant says, stop dissing carbon, Egberto. You are made of the stuff. Yeah, controlled, though. It's controlled. I am controlled. You are controlled. The way the carbon is built. Actually, you are made of CHON, C-H-O-N, carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen. That's the basic formula of a human being. All right, Paul Fleming. Uh, let's see what else we got. Kenneth Bunn, welcome, Dunn, welcome aboard. Fossil fuels won't die right now. We should all be driving 55 miles per hour since it saves 10% of fuel. Would be nice to help Ukraine, but instead we flood the market with oil. <laughs> what we should do, yeah, going green is essential, Kenneth, and I think you know that. Eric Hasekberto, do you have solar panels on your home? Do you use rain capture for irrigation? Do you have an, you know, it's not a matter of me as an individual, what I have. It's a matter of policy. That is where people go wrong. People got, gave, gave, uh, gave um, Gore hell for riding around in a plane. That's not the point. The point is policy. Again, the right wing keeps people stupid. And I'm not talking about you, Eric Hayes. I'm talking about the way they frame information. To ask me as an individual, to ask anybody as an individual, do you have a green car? Well, we can't afford green cars right now because there's not policy to allow it. Do you save water by taking up rainwater? There are two answers to that. No, because, again, it costs money to do that kind of investment if you're offset. Yes, but in Texas, did you know that water is owned and you can't just capture rainwater? Did you know that? So I'm telling you, these crooks have allowed people to buy water rights. Come on, man. Educate yourself. Uh, AVQ says, Egberto, as it comes to automation, half of all jobs are going to be automated in the next 20 years. And automation takes away more jobs than they create. What kind of unemployment crisis are we going? We don't have to have one AVQ. I gave the solution up top. If we were the responsible for the creation of the efficiencies, then also it comes to pass that we should be the beneficiaries. Half time working. 25 hours is now 25 hours a week is now full time or 20 hours a week is now full time. That's all we got to do. Lee Grant, a neo-Marxist state with a strong centralized authority would get Egberto his goals. What could go wrong? You can call it whatever you want, but I'll tell you what could go right. Carl Cox, Egberto doesn't want a Marxist state. However, Lee Grant wants a banana republic fascist government run by. Thank you, Carl Cox. I, I could have said that in Egberto. Egberto uh, a good point to remember is that one of the five deaths is attributed to fossil fuel pollution. I agree. I won't put it up right now because I'm running out of time. Uh, Paul Femme said, I said that to be funny, but as a child, I was told to go back to Africa. Oh, I've been told that so many times it ain't funny. Cost is what the market bears rights. Exactly. You're right, Eric. Cost is what the market bears because it's a market created by thugs. Okay? I repeat. It's a market created by thugs. A market does not have to function the way our market functions. We have a market that functions exactly the way you just said. 
It's a market created by thugs. It's a market created that says, we allow the plutocracy to pick your pocket. You're right. AVQ, Eric Hayes, uh, let's go to Daniel Ledoso. Egberto is really showing off his racism today. Wow. When he says a Latino can pass as white and he then lumps them in with all other whites, it is clear he doesn't see culture but only race. No, I don't. that's not what I'm talking about. If you understood race in the first place, you'd know I don't believe in race. But if you all further understood, you know what happens with humanity. A lot of Latinos, this is what do. And I have uh, you, uh, 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 my, my good friend... Uh, Arturo Dominguez could explain this to you, uh, my buddy from Cuba. He's a, a white passing Latino, and he has a lot of issues that he has with white Latinos because what happens is they, in order, because, because of the privilege in this country, they just accept and pass and forget. Okay, Ledo, please, please, if you want a real conversation, we can. But we have to do it from a position of honesty. Melanie Keelan says, hello, everyone. Melanie, how are you doing, my beautiful lady? Eric Hayes, Alberto, can you show where people are saying that because this is new, what you think will happen in November? I don't know what will happen in November. I haven't got a clue. But I tell you what I'm fighting for for November. I'm fighting to try to make sure every single Republican gets removed except for uh, Liz Cheney. I'm supporting Liz Cheney. And I'm supporting Liz Cheney because... Even as I hate her ideas, it creates a position of good, good discourse. And not only that, she is an honorable woman. She is an honorable woman. And I repeat that to my progressive brothers and sisters as well. We, can, we are strong enough to have a good discussion on any issue. What we're not strong enough is for there to be a replacement theory that turn every single white person into a militia Karen person because that's a battle nobody wins Liz Cheney love you girl AVQ Lee Grant is a carbon lover <laughs> all right let me continue going to boomer you says about 40 percent of oil goes to fuel check API for a better number this could be could take a while yeah, but, you know, we're we not asking for the, the, the uses of oil that go into Vaseline and other products. They are not polluting. Uh, they are not the pollutant type products we're talking about. We're talking about throwing stuff in the air that changes climate and all that kind of stuff. The other stuff can be mitigated with, you know, throughout many other things, right? I mean, hell, oil is oil and we can make corn. Oil. There's a lot of things. All right. Daniel Lido says, do you believe murder is wrong, but just murder because it's a policy? Practice what you preach. I'm practicing what I preach perfectly, sir. Uh, you choose to interpret things the way you want to. Uh, if, uh, Roberto Luis says, saludos, politics and rights. Saludos, hermano. Paul Fleming, my mother passed. I'm so sorry to hear, brother. So sorry to hear. Uh, please give Paul Fleming some love. His mother has passed. Paul, my most sincere condolences. There with you. Your posse, sir, is there with you, sir. Um, you know what? I can tell you one thing. Your mother has passed, but what she has left behind is an honorable person, and that honorable person has also passed on his honorability. Sir, um, my condolences. You keep the faith, brother. Daniel Adose, then be honest about your object racism. You can call it whatever you want. Uh, too many unwise people to believe in race. Exactly. Con 
<laughs> I like that one, Bruce Pollard. Love you, Bruce. Uh, my deepest condo, thank you. Past, uh, let's see. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> I am sorry. Hey, folks, forget about the condolences. What he meant is his mother passes as a white person. Oh, God. Sorry about that, Paul Fleming. Oh, wow. Wow. That was, that was bad. Sorry about that. Boomer, over it's plastic mostly. I agree we have to do better. Thank you, Boomer. Good man. All right. I want to play another one here. This one is, this is from my buddy, uh, 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 Matthew Dowd. Uh, he was on, and you know I like Matthew Dowd. A lot of folks don't like him because he's a former Republican, all that good stuff. Everybody, I love everybody. And if you're doing it right, I love you. So here's Matthew Dowd. We'll then take it on the other side. Once again, we must endure a horrific act by you-know-whom. Well, anyhow, this act, as described by Matthew Dowd, could not be said any better. I wish people listen especially coming from one of, uh, of a past conservative who just maybe uh, would get the ear of some very conservative Republicans. Check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. I'm a gun owner. I live in Texas, um, and I'm all for gun reform in this. I think what we've reached is too often that too many, especially the GOP side, keep saying, let's just treat this as a single incident. What we've arrived at today is what happens when you put a toxic brew together of rising white supremacy and availability of guns. This is an 18-year-old. He has access to guns that can kill. It sounds like, but from what the governor said, he had access illegally in making it a basically an assault weapon in, in what he used. And we have this rising tide of white supremacy. And so we have to stop treating any of these like a single incident. The last 10 years, the greatest domestic threat of terrorism in this country by far comes from white supremacists. It's this brew pushed by many leaders of our country of this sort of white nationalism, white supremacy, combined with access to guns, which the GOP wants to, to do nothing about. Now, one has to ask the question, what is it going to take? How many more must leave the surface of the earth with these wounds of a machine made to profit many? How many more will we have to see leave this earth? because of irresponsible politicians who won't do their jobs. And unfortunately, until we excoriate them out of there, until we, until we help our brothers and sisters see the light, until we do that, it's going to remain. But, you know, right now, politicians, they, you know, I mean, if you, if you, think, if you don't think they think you're stupid, just listen to the leaders. Listen to McConnell on tape. Listen to McCarthy on tape on how they really feel. Think about it. Think about how they really feel. Because they are out there talking about all the bad things that are being done in their party, etc. Been Trump and all of that. And on the outside, you won't have a clue. Won't have a clue. Hey, Yvette, uh, he meant that his mother passed as white, not that his um, not that she passed away. It was my my fault, my mistake. Uh, Daniel Ledo says we see that the MSM deep state and the Marxists are doing. They're setting up a paradigm where being white is demonized. Wow. My mostly white audience, right? I don't think feel like you feel that 
somehow we're trying to demonize white people. That will be rather stupid. Not saying what I say, right? Makes no sense. I, first of all, can't, how could that be true when we believe here on politics done right? Race doesn't really exist. But we have to live within its context because we're in the United States where the plutocracy created it as a method of division to keep a lot of people sufficiently uninformed to do what they do. Okay? Now, um, I want to play another piece here. Equal justice under the law. Because I don't know if you guys remember when uh, the killer in South Carolina, don't remember his name right now, uh, fourth, don't remember his name right now. But when they finally found him, they got him a burger, they nicely put him in the car, they nicely handcuffed him. Yeah, Ruth, that's right, Ruth. They nicely put him to, Ruth, Ruth, Ruth is his name, Ruth, Ruth. Uh, they nicely put him in the in the car, got him a burger, brought him. He This guy had, all, had killed all those people at the Emmanuel Church. What is it, 12 people or so? He killed a whole bunch, right? And that's the treatment he got. And the same pictures are shown for this killer who killed 10, maimed 12. And Roberto, thanks for WhatsApping that uh, video to me. I hadn't seen it. Roberto's one who uh, got the, the WhatsApp video for me, Roberto Lewis. Um, I mean, they just put him out. So here's what the community actually thought about that sad reality. Here's what they thought about that sad reality. Equal justice under the law, folks. Equal justice under the law. There's a real palpable anger here right now. Yes. Why is that? How could there not be an anger when someone who knows not such hate can be displayed in our own community for reasons that we don't understand and we don't know why. We don't know what got put into this young man that he drove all this way and brutally attacked people and murdered people in our community. And there's still no understanding. There is a sense of deep grief, right? We're coming out of a pandemic. There's a lot of reasons for people to be angry. We look at how this situation was addressed by law enforcement versus how routine traffic stops get handled in our community. And we're just, our mind is blown. How? How does an individual get to do this and get to get arrested and walk away with dignity and humanity? Meanwhile, we are feeling like we're treated less than human right in our own community and in our own home. You spoke about your nephew. Say, yes. Telling you that exact scenario. Exact what scenario. Did he, say to you? he said, Auntie, I was mortified to see him standing there in handcuffs untouched, hair in place, clothes in place. I was stopped for a traffic violation. I was slammed to the ground. And this guy's treated like he stole a loaf of bread. And so that does bring hurt to people because we experience this racist way that services delivered to us on a regular basis. And so there's a lot of room for hurt here, not just for the, the loss of the families and what they're going through, but for the fact that racism is real. And there's still a lot of people who don't want to acknowledge that it is. And services are delivered from a racial lens. And that belief, before I saw that interview today, when I saw the arrest pictures of uh, this killer, this terrorist, 
I thought the same thing. I'm like, wow, just a normal arrest. It looked like he just stole a loaf of bread or something. They just tied his hands up, put his put him in the thing, and then put him in the car. Wow. Like he didn't do anything serious. They didn't throw him down to the ground, slam him, and you see his face busted up because it hit the ground because they wanted to do it. None of that. None of that. And you wonder, you know, I mean, these things are obvious. You have to put on colored glasses with blinders not to see these things. And it pisses people off when they know what's happening. And that's what you go through. When I hear Brother Lee Grant says, whiteness is under the microscope these days. When was the last time, I'm assuming you're white, um, Brother Lee Grant. When was the last time you went into a store? And was followed every time I go into a store I am looked at differently when was the last time that you went into a store that you were looked over for somebody else when was the last time you were stopped by a cop and just because of your hue you were treated with disrespect when was the last time that you were a part of an organization and you had the better idea but they chose something else because, well, you know, if it comes from you, uh, you know, it's going to be people who are going to kind of wonder. Or we don't want to upset that other person that had a good idea as well. So we prefer to upset you. Please, Fleming. People live through this. When last did you go to a bank with a friend? Each of you owning a business. You have perfect credit. He has lousy credit. And he gets the $40,000 and you get zilch. They told you you don't even have to. Fill out an application. Man, let me tell you, I suggest when you make a comment, my brother, whiteness is under the microscope these days. The truth of the matter is whiteness has never been under the microscope. Otherwise, when folks talk about the reason why the, the, the condition of black folk and, man, and the folks on reservations are there not of their fault, but because of things that led up to their current position. But you can't understand that because you see somebody who has no interest in going to school or bettering themselves. Well, that is because you don't understand what has been done to them psychologically. It doesn't, I mean, again, empathy, understanding, understanding what happens, right? Do you think? I look at good, able-bodied people not performing and I want to say, my God, do something, but I understand that things are much deeper. So, sir, whiteness is not under the microscope at all. What whiteness has done to many in this country is, and whiteness isn't an individual. Whiteness is, a, is an issue. Whiteness is what was Whiteness was what was done to white people. And whiteness is screwing white people right now. Whiteness is screwing everybody because it's the tool. It is the tool. And I know most of my white brothers and sisters in this room understand exactly what I'm saying. And most of those who choose not to understand it it's just trying to maintain a comfort zone, not to be singing Kumbaya with me as you should. 
Peggy Lopez, 1970 sociologist leisure looker looking to the future now. Two ways of dealing with automation of work. One is guaranteed income, exactly, and the other is to kill off most <laughs> GOP death cult. I hear you. Daniel Edo, whites are persecuted majority. Wow, that's a very uninformed statement, sir. And uh, well, we'll get worse before it gets better. Condemnation of racists like Egberto would help. Wow. Wow. Uh, I am Peggy. Paul's mother didn't uh, didn't didn't die. He said that she can pass as white. That's what he was trying to say. Vince Lamb says there's a book dying of whiteness about how whiteness hurts white folks. Exactly, exactly. And and a friend of mine also wrote a book. I don't remember her name. Uh, on, on the same. Well, actually, that's her book. Uh, what's her name? Uh, from the she used to be the president of uh, the um, president of Demos, right? I think that's who wrote that book. Paul Fleming said, you're right, Egberto. Everything we do makes the local news to give an expression of how we act and live. So now their wrongdoings are made more prevalent. They want to cry. Cry me a river and won't have a water shortage. <laughs> okay. You know what I forgot to do? I forgot to do my ask today. So real quickly, what I'm going to do, I'm not going to, I don't have time to play it. So what I'm going to ask you is something that is very, very um, simple. And that is to ask you guys to please go to politicsandright.com slash support and find one of the different methods at politics and write that support to support the program get our books um buy our books buy go to our store there everything is inside there if you're on youtube right now click on the uh give us a thumbs up first of all but secondly please click on the join button and 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 buy us a coffee or so uh you know by by joining on 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 youtube on youtube as you're watching it right now roberto Lewis says absolutely this is a humanity thing, both sides, absolutely. So, folks, please, I'm going to put that link in there again. Uh, well, I'm, let me put the book link in there first. I'm going to put the book link in there. I'm going to put the store link in there, and then I'm going to put the um, the support, the PayPal link. I better put the PayPal. I need you guys to support us however however you can. Uh, there's a PayPal link and the YouTube link if you're not on YouTube to, to join us on YouTube. And here is the uh support link once again so folks please support us best you can we need we need to inform folks and look look the folks that are informing daniel ledo and others right on the right they're powerful and there's some plausibility they, they give plausible deniability to the evil that they do okay we have to be ultimately and entirely truthful that's what we intend to maintain. I got to get out of here. It's that time. My name, so first of all, thank you so kind. I missed one video, but I'll play that tomorrow. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Oh. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.